You're listening to the Living Unapologetically podcast, where you'll learn to thrive living the unapologetic lifestyle. With your host, Shakita, she'll discuss entrepreneurship, life, faith, dating, and everything in between. You be unapologetically you, and she'll be, well, unapologetically her. And now, here's your host, Shakita. Hey everyone! Oh my goodness, I am so excited right now. I am really, really, really excited because God is so good. I've been just receiving so much love since the podcast has launched and I want to start off by sharing this positive thing of the week, which is you guys. All of the listeners, all of the downloads, all of the replays, all of the, hey, I listen to your podcast and X Y and Z. It's been so encouraging and I'm just so grateful for all of you. I'm just excited about just God and everything that he's doing and I am just grateful. Let's go ahead and get into this podcast. I wanted to come here today and I wanted to talk to you guys about love because love is definitely in the atmosphere and you know what? We had the psychotherapist Tanisha Horton on last week and it was so phenomenal. It was such a beautiful conversation and if you haven't heard the podcast episode, The Season of You, you should definitely check it out because it is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal episode and there's a lot of nuggets in there for anyone that's in their season of singleness and they want to work on becoming a better person for their their woman or man of God. In today's uh, episode though, we are are going to be talking about the actual season of singleness. As a single woman of God, I want to share with you my three steps to help you become um, not so much just a better you, but to help you build better habits while you're waiting for your man or woman of God. So this episode is titled The Season of Singleness because we know that God is a God of seasons. God is a God that operates in, he's not limit to are confined to time, but here in the natural, we operate on time. And so we're living in a time where you can go from being a single person in this hour and then the next day or month or year, you meet your man of God, right? We see uh, Facebook groups where they're believing, you know, for their man of God. And we see groups on Instagram where people are getting together and they're fasting and they're praying and they are really positioning themselves for their man, our woman of God. And this has become really, really popular to really utilize and exercise your faith in believing God for your spouse, right? And it's one thing that I really can truly, truly appreciate. I believe that it is something that we all should consider if you are single. Consider, you know, fasting and praying and joining a group, uh, getting around some like-minded people, getting in the atmosphere of faith where faith is stirred up and they are, they're kind of focusing in on that one thing, which is meeting, you know, their man or woman of God. So I encourage you all, I am going to give you what my three tips, my three steps, what I've been doing, what's been kind of helping me since I've been single. And then I want to encourage you all to, you know, examine your heart. You know, I understand that many of us are single and some of us are in really bad 
relationships right now and we feel like we're single. And so I feel like these three steps are going to be able to apply to either situation just because of the content. So I'm excited, let's get started. I wanna go ahead and get started and say, for myself being single, it's never really easy you know, but I'm learning that God's grace is sufficient. And I've used this time to kind of grow more in God. And I've used this time to get closer to God. And I've used this time to build God's kingdom and do all the things that God has called me to do in this hour. Um, So I really, really sort of maximize this time. And that's really essential that we recognize the time that we are in and that we utilize our time wisely and that we commit this season of our lives to God. And we allow God to walk with us in this time, you know, because many of you may or may not know, but I'm a writer. So I write devotionals and I recently wrote a devotional called invite God in because, you know, when I used to date back in the day, I would always actually invite God into the bigger portion of my life. Like I would seek God for financial provision, or I will seek him for healing, or I will seek him for direction. But when it came to dating, that was kind of the thing where I was like, no, God, I got this. I kind of really don't want you involved because I already know you have an expectation for us as daughters of the kingdom. You have an expectation of the men that we should be dating. And just at that time, I, I wasn't dating the men that God, I, I, I believe God wanted me to date. So now it's like, when you see a man, it's like, would God really, really approve of this man? You know, is this what God would want for your life, you know? And so now it's just a different perspective. But I wrote in a devotional about us really uh, inviting God into every area of our lives, even if we are single, even if we are dating, you know, he wants to be included. He wants to be included of that decision-making process. He wants to show us things. He wants to lead us and guide us. And he wants to be a part of our lives. Like God really, really, truly loves us. He cares for us. He adores us, right? And so he wants us to make really good choices, especially in the area of relationship. And so I used to always exclude God from dating because I wanted to do things my own way. I wanted to kind of be with who I wanted to be with. And I didn't care about his morals or his characteristics or his background. I was just kind of really fleshly. And I really just was whatever flesh wanted, whoever flesh wanted but now it's a little bit different so now I'm like okay God I am letting you into every area of my life every area and that includes this area of being single because you can the season of singleness can really really do two things it can empower you to become a better man or woman or it can totally break you and have you going back to the world have you going back to old habits have you going back to old relationships. So I pray that this helps you stay strong in Christ. I pray that this encourages you to really, really invite God in, in those weak moments when you are feeling weak, when you are feeling lonely, when you're feeling depressed and you're feeling discouraged and you see everyone getting loved and everyone getting married and having a family. And you're just like, God, what about me? When you feel like God has forgotten about you, I pray that you 
hear and know that he hasn't. And God is still writing your love story. You know, Tanisha said it when she was with us last week that God, he writes the most beautiful love stories. God is still writing out your love story. God loves you and he wants you to have the most incredible relationship ever, right? He wants you to be swept away, swept in love. And he wants you to have a man that draws you closer to him. And so God wants to be invited into this season of singleness. He wants you to give him the invitation. He wants you to constantly come to him, you know? So step number one would be invite God in again. And you can also check out the the devotional titled invite God in again, because invite God in, invite God in this season of singleness, this journey, right? So that you can enjoy this ride. Let him know your thoughts. Let him know your feelings. Let him know your frustrations. Be transparent with God. Like let him know, right? Don't hide anything from him. Invite him in and he will lead you and he will guide you and he will give you direction. You know, you have to really, really believe that God is faithful. I studied the book of Ruth for quite some time before I started teaching it at our Bible study. And one thing I noticed about Ruth was that Ruth was really, really, you know, before she met Boaz, she was really, really, really devoted and really just trusted and was drawn to her mother-in-law, right? She clung unto her and she was faithful to that woman. And, you know, Ruth was literally gleaning in the field in the hour. She was, you know, doing her God-given task and she stayed focused and she stayed diligent and she stayed faithful to her mother-in-law and her assignment when she met Boaz, right? And so I pray that you can cling unto God in this hour, that you can stay focused in whatever it is that God has called you to do, whatever it is that you are doing, that you don't let this season take you out. I know that it has been difficult. It's uh, We're in the middle of a pandemic and uh, there's not a lot of ways to meet. You feel there's not a lot of ways to meet high quality men, right? But you have to ask God for the blueprint. You have to ask God, you know, what he desires for you. You have to ask God to help you with that. And so invite God in, invite him into this, this season with you because you're truly never alone. You're not alone. Jesus is with you. God is there. So invite him in and he is the lover of your soul. So God will love you in a way, of course, you've never been loved before, but he will also demonstrate his love through other vessels, right? Your man of God, your woman of God. So allow God to come in, like just God, come into my life, come into this area, come into, you know, walk with me side by side as I am this single man of God or this single woman of God. God, be enthroned, you know, be the head of my life, you know, help me, lead me, guide me, like literally, like this is what I tell God, like God, I need you today. And God will definitely, definitely accept the invitation. You know, he stands at the door waiting for us. And so invite him in. Number two, I would like to say is skip negativity. Skip it all together, right? Stay away from things that are making you feel like you are not good enough, that you're not worthy. I know social media, we all know that we see everyone's highlights. If you check out my social media page, you know, I use my platform to really glorify God. You know, so I post his scriptures. I post things about the podcast because the podcast glorify God. I do post on my stories, maybe things that are going on 
in my life, but I, I mainly use my platform to glorify God. But there are some other platforms and people, they have these beautiful relationships, right? They're really, really showing us their highlights and it's all over, right? Because we all desire love. And uh, some people, sometimes the enemy would like to kind of prey on that. So you wonder why you're going on social media and you're seeing these couples and these families and all this stuff that makes you kind of, oh, I wish I was them or I wish I had a man. And that's why sometimes it's good to kind of fast from social media for a season. Sometimes it's good to mute a person, even if you really, you know, care for someone, if they are, if you're, you got to understand the season that you're in, because the Bible does tell us to rejoice with those that rejoice. So if someone's happy that, yeah, you'd be happy for them. But if you walk away leaving and feeling heavy, you need to monitor what is making you feel that way. And you need to try to avoid it at all costs in this season, because the last thing you need is to deal with all these different components of life. So if social media is bringing you down, if you notice that every time you go on social media and you're upbeat, energetic, and you're charged, but when you leave social media, you're feeling heavy and you're feeling drained and then you're, you're, you're having all these emotions rise up, then you need to take a break from social media until God tells you, hey, it's time, right? But even my own self, I'm not on social media like that. I'm really not. Unless I'm going to post, I don't, I'm not hanging out on social media. I'm not hanging out on Instagram. I'm not hanging out on TikTok. You know, you may catch me at those places if you're on there while I'm getting ready to post, but I'm not hanging out there, guys. Honestly, I'm not. I cannot. You know, sometimes if I'm looking for inspiration, I may go to Pinterest. And if I want to look up some, you know, relationship goals or wedding invitations or just things to stir up my spirit, I may go on Pinterest, but I'm not just sitting around on social media, you know, all day, just looking at everyone else and what everyone else is doing. I'm focused on what God has called me to do. I'm focused on what I need to be doing in this hour for God. So if, if social media makes you feel like you're really drained, then take a break from it. It's okay. And if certain people make you feel drained or certain people make you feel less than, or if certain people make you feel incomplete, like, you know, you deplete yourself after you see their life and there's something going on, you just kind of step away from it until God really heals you completely. You know, it's okay to take some time off, you know, just watching and being mindful of things that are draining you, you know, so you have to just skip all negativity, whether it be on social media, whether it be on, you know, people, people in the workplace, people at the gym, you know, people that you just come in contact with. They have conversations where you may feel pressured to be in a relationship. Oh, you haven't been on a date in two years. Isn't it time for you to start dating again? Like if people, your family, your friends, when they're having these heavy expectations, they're telling you what you should be doing with your life and you know what God has called you to do. It's okay to take a break. I've had to take a break from many relationships in this season to get closer to God. Absolutely. Absolutely. But right now I'm doing what makes my soul happy. I'm having conversations with people that make my soul happy. I entertain people that make my soul happy. I don't walk away feeling drained. I don't walk away feeling depleted. I walk away the same way that I entered the conversation, which is happy and hopeful. Like you need to get around people that are speaking faith. It's a different language. People speaking faith, people speaking about the power of God, people speaking about the things of God, you know, encouraging you, not bringing you down 
mouth and making you feel like, oh, well, how come this and how come that? And when are you going to do this? When are you going to, you know, it's okay to just walk away from that, right? So that's number two, skipping negativity. Your man or woman of God to eventually be added unto your life. You want to have a schedule and a life and a routine that is so smooth that God can literally insert another person into, into your life and you won't skip a beat. So being, being productive means you have your calendar, you have your planner, you know what you're doing and none of your time is idle. None of your time is wasted. You are maximizing your day. Every moment of your day, you're being productive, right? And so being productive, what does that look like for you? I know what it looks like for me, but if this is all new to you, you have to create and develop a routine, you know, create and develop a ritual, so to speak. You have to find yourself scheduling things. You have to find yourself literally obtaining a planner and writing your day out so that you don't have much time to be idle. You don't have much time to just be given over to thoughts that you shouldn't have. You're being productive. You're working out. You're raising your children. You are building your brand. You're building, you know, your empire, so to speak. You're working in the kingdom of God. You know, get involved. You know, find something that's going on. If you're not in a church, find a church and, you know, our volunteer at a hospital or a shelter or uh, some sort of a elderly community. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, but I do see a lot of opportunities arising now. Volunteer somewhere. But if you are a believer, you know, get involved in your ministry, you know, take that extra step, you know, jump on your prayer calls or jump on your cleaning committee or your food ministry, your witnessing ministry. Find something, ask God what he wants you to do to build his kingdom in this hour, you know, and be so busy. (laughs) Why do I keep saying busy? Be so productive in this season that you are really fulfilled in Christ. So get involved, get involved in ministry, get involved in your community, get involved, find some cause that motivates you and be productive, not just be busy, but be productive because you don't want to wear yourself out. I'm learning in this season that God can do more for us in our days, our season of rest than he can do while we're trying so hard to get all these things done. So take your schedule to God. It's just like the first episode I talked about. Take your schedule to God and ask God how he wants you spending your days, how he wants you spending your time. How does he want you to operate and thrive. Ask God to show you how to thrive in this season of singleness. Ask God to be a part of this every step of the way. Ask him because he will direct you. He will direct your path. Like God is always speaking to us. It's just that sometimes we're so busy and distracted by the cares of the world and the things in the world that we can miss God. So I want to encourage you all on today. There is so much love in the world. There is so much atmosphere. I mean, so much love in the atmosphere. There's just, God is a God of love. God loves us so much and he desires for us to be loved as well. But while we're in this season, it's important for us to open up our hearts and receive God love, his love for us. That is essential so that we are able to receive the love that he has coming from another person. And in the meantime, you be the example. Example. You pour your love out on your co-workers, on your um, your business partners in the most professional way possible. You know, being kind, being courteous, you know, letting God live through
through you, walking in forgiveness, right? And just really, really being excited about life, being excited about what God has for you. And when you, and I go back to these groups, when you are believing God for your mate, we walk by faith and not by sight. And so believing that you receive this man or woman of God, it will just make you so much more excited about life, knowing that one, like you're one day closer to meeting your man or woman of God. So be encouraged on today, guys. I pray that you guys have a phenomenal weekend. And I pray that God really, really, that you allow God to maximize the season that you're in as a single man or single woman of God. Allow God to use you like never before. Take the limits off of God and you will watch your life unfold. You will watch the miracles and the mercies of God be performed in your life. You will find God when you seek him. You're going to find him. So allow him to be in this time with you. Don't, don't exclude him. This is a very, very critical time. Allow God in. So in conclusion, the first step will be invite God in again. The second step will be to skip negativity. If you got to take a break from social media, take a break. You don't owe any explanation to anyone about doing what makes your soul happy. And last but not least, be productive and not busy. Get involved. Get involved in your ministry. Get involved in the things of God. Ask God what he wants you to be doing. And when he gives it to you, do it joyfully. Be excited about it. And and if you could find a really, really authentic group on uh, social media, you know, get into a community of like-minded people where they are uh, believing God for their faith. Their, I'm sorry, not for their faith, guys. It's 5 a.m. <laughs> not for their faith, but when they're believing God for their spouse, you know, find a community of believers that are just like you. You know, there are people out here in the world, they're just like me. They love God just as much as I love God. They talk like me. They believe like me. And that stirs me up knowing that I'm not alone. And it's a beautiful thing. So find people like you, guys. Find people that are just as beautiful as you, that are just as happy as you, that are just as believing in you. Find those people. And and even though we're single, guys, we are really, truly living a good life because we're here in Christ. Like we have it all. We have it all. And we should really, really be so happy right now, like to be so content right now in this season that God has us in because we know that it's only for a moment, right? It's only for a moment. And we won't always, always be single. We won't always be, you know, there, there'll be another side to the testimony that, you know, I met my husband, but when I was single, this is how I want my testimony to sound, guys. I, I you know, five years from now, right? Well, when I was single, I used that time to build the kingdom of God. I used that time to grow closer to God than I've ever grown before. I've used that time to evangelize in different cities, in different states, in different parts of the world. Like God really, really used me. And, you know, I want my testimony because right now we are yet making history. Right now we are yet, you know, sending the message out. Right now we are yet creating our story, right? So I want my story to be just, just so beautiful 
plentiful and so filled with the mercies and the love of God. So I pray that this episode has blessed you. I pray that you leave this podcast feeling a lot better than you did when you came on here. And I also pray that you get the love that you ever so desire, that you get the love that you've been dreaming about, that you get the love that makes you happy, not the love that your friends have or your friends want you to have or your colleagues have. No, I want you to get the love that you so desire that you want. And I will be ever, ever so happy. But the testimonies are coming in about women meeting men and they're ever so excited. And I'm I'm glad about it. I am so excited for them. So you guys be encouraged knowing that God is still in the blessing business. God has released kingdom marriages. I've been hearing it over and over and over again, that he is releasing kingdom marriages, that your men or woman of God is closer than you think. So be encouraged. I want you to live like every single day. This is how I live. Every single day, I am one day closer to meeting the man that God has for my life. I am one day closer to meeting this man. I believe it every morning when I wake up, every morning before bed. And I pray for him all throughout my day. You know, he's a part of my prayer life now. And that's essential. So you guys, be encouraged on this weekend. You know, look for things to do uh, to build God's kingdom, you know, look for someone to share the word and the love of God with, right? Because we want to maximize this time. We want to be busy doing God's work right now. Productive. We want to be productive. We want to be focused on God. So I pray that you guys have a super blessed weekend. And I pray that you really, really, truly get the love that you've been desiring. And that is on my heart. I know I just said it and it is coming back. It's coming back up again. So that is truly my prayer for you guys. And I just want to thank you guys one more time for just all the love and support and encouragement. It really, really, really means so much to me. God bless you all. God keep you is my prayer. Bye. You've been listening to Shakita on the Living Unapologetically podcast. Join us next Friday when she discusses more of faith, entrepreneurship, and everything in between. Please visit our website for more information, www.iamshakita.com or on Instagram at IamShakita. And don't forget to like and subscribe.